Well, this is Walk and Talk 94, uh, January 27th. Have you ever thought about uh, the various power levels? We're talking today, explaining James chapter 1, verse 13, 14, and 15. And the title of this uh, message is power levels, choices, and results. I'll give you another word to think about, power differentiation. Have you ever thought of the differential powers that exist? There are levels of power you want to make sure you're aware of. When you, when you go uh, through life, uh, there are at least three power levels and choices that you need to make on each power level, and you need to be aware of the results. <clears throat> so power is something that has authority, something that is stronger than you. So I'm going to start with James chapter 1, verse 13. It's a cool 42 degrees in Mesa, Arizona. But it's a beautiful day. And power is all around us. Authority is all around us. There are levels of power. You need to discern the different levels and make uh, great choices and avoid, and avoid the bad results and move toward the good results of your choices when you are involved with power or authority. James chapter 1, verse 13. Here's the, the, the strongest level of power, and that would be the power of God. James 1, 13. Let no one, no one is to say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God. So that's, that's level one. So God has ultimate power, ultimate authority, and he never tempts. So no one can say when you're being pressured to do evil, when you're being pressured to do wrong, when you're being pressured to do something immoral, when you're being pressured to lie, no one can say that God is pressuring you, tempting you. Middle of verse 13 says, For God cannot be tempted by evil, and he himself does not tempt anyone. So the second level of power that you should be aware of is the power of evil or the power of anti-God. So as you live your life, God, his power, his authority cannot be stopped. You cannot uh, mess with God. You can try. Uh, 
you can get angry, you can get mad, you can you can say there is no God. But God's authority, God's power is established. The Bible assumes that. As you live day to day in your family, with your friends, in your marriage, or at work, always remind yourself that there is a power structure. And God is the ultimate power. He's the ultimate authority. And then second, that there is an evil power structure. Evil is real. Evil is the opposite of God. God can only do good. God can never do evil. And this anti-God, this anti-good, this evil power is constantly fighting against God, against good. So here's verse 13 again. I want you to understand the levels of power, your choices, and the results of your choices. No one is to say when he is tempted, I'm being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, and he himself does not tempt anyone. This is James 1.13. So when you're under pressure, and you're, you're about to give in to evil, you're about to make a choice to do wrong, you're about to be anti-God in your choice. People tend to think that God is trapping them, that God is setting them up for failure. Never think that. It may be you don't like the way you look. It could be you don't have enough intelligence from your point of view. You don't like the family you were born in. And you want to blame your creation on God. And you believe God made a mistake. God is the creator. And he does not make mistakes. God doesn't sin. He does only good. And when you begin to put your interest in anything that is opposite to good, opposite to what God says is good, you are moving in the power structure of evil. And you can't blame God for evil because God cannot be a part of evil. He can only be a part of good. Now watch verse 14. Here's where a lot of us make choices and these end up being bad choices, wrong choices, evil choices, immoral choices. Verse 14. But each one is tempted when he is carried away and enticed by his own lust. So there's the level three power. And that would be the power of human choice. Uh, the theologians call that free will. You do have the freedom to choose good. You have the freedom to choose bad. So you have a degree of power within boundaries. So picture it like a football game or a basketball game or a baseball game. 
and there are referees and you have to play within the boundaries within the rules and when you don't somebody throws a flag you have the same freedom as you live your life you can determine what you watch on television what you do with your brain uh, what you do with your hands but each one is tempted when he is carried away and enticed by his own lust when you think of the word lust think of the word appetite when you're tempted when you see something that is attractive to you it could be through the smell it could be through your eyes it can be through some sensation this temptation will pull you temptation pulls you toward evil now remember this little phrase uh, God tests Satan tempts so evil evil is coordinated by Satan so the power source of evil is rooted in Satan but not only Satan each individual has the freedom of choice you can choose to do anti-god or you can choose to do pro-god you can choose to do evil or you can choose to do good just as Satan originally Lucifer in heaven had the choice to follow God or not follow God God has created angels and people with the freedom to choose a free will not unlimited free will not unlimited strength not unlimited knowledge like God has but a degree of freedom and you hear in verse 14 of James 1 14 but each person is tempted when he is carried away and enticed by his own lust so Satan tempts evil tempts and you have to decide am I gonna move toward evil or am I gonna switch the temptation to a test and pass the test that God has provided so there's two power sources that are working around you and in you constantly God and evil and the third power source is choice human choice and you have the choice to follow God or not look at verse 15 then when lust has conceived it gives birth to sin and sin when it has run its course brings forth death so there is a a consequence there is a results there's a choice and you can see that in verse 15 it is amazing when you think of the many uh, interesting uh, progressions so when you begin to have an interest in evil call it an appetite call it lust 
you begin to go down a path toward that and when you decide to embrace evil the Bible calls that sin that is a sin against God a sin harmatia in Greek is literally missing the mark so your job my job as a person who believes in God is to stay on the mark stay on goodness stay on God's laws obey God's laws and if God says something is evil it is evil and you have to decide which path you're gonna stay on and literally you can call it the good path or you can call it the evil path every person has to wrestle with the same power structure God evil and human choice every second of the day every day of your life and you will for the rest of your life deal with these various power levels and you'll have to discern or differentiate what's going on around you I want to remind you that you do have choice you do have the freedom based upon what scripture says to do that which is good let me give you a couple of suggestions so number one always found at the foundation of your day-to-day of your of your life remember God is good all things work together for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose God is good don't don't accept the lie that God is something else he is only good the power of God the laws of God the gospel of Jesus Christ the Bible that's why they call it the good book the gospel is good so when you take your life you every second every minute you want to go down the good path the Bible calls it the narrow path and as you're living your life you will be tempted you'll be lured you'll have this appetite you'll be pulled toward the wrong path wrong choices evil choices and you have to decide when that lust occurs that appetite that desire you will have to decide am I gonna stay on the good path or am I gonna move over to the evil path and that evil path will take you down into what the Bible calls the choice of sin and sin is alive and well we live in a world where we don't want absolutes we don't want right and wrong we want people to do whatever they want to do and make up their own rules the Bible has rules has clarity on what is good 
and what is evil, what is right and what is wrong. You have your choice. Let me read this again to you. Notice, discern the power levels. No one is to say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil. And he himself does not tempt anyone with evil. James 1.14 But each one is tempted when he is carried away and enticed by his own lust. Verse 15 But when lust has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it has run its course, course brings forth death. All the way back to Adam and Eve, they made a decision to chase evil. They made a decision to disobey God. And as a result of that, the penalty of that disobedience for humanity was to experience death. And you probably have seen, just as I have in the last couple of weeks, you have seen loved ones who have died. Uh, my sister died uh, about a almost two weeks ago, and she loved God. She listened to our online worship services all the time. Uh, she respected God, and. At some point, every human being will die. And my sister died. Uh, I think she's in her mid-60s. And death comes to every human being because for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You have a choice. You live in the power structure. You live in the power structure of the goodness of God. You also live in the power structure of evil. And you have to decide, am I going to make choices that follow God or anti-God? And these choices will bring results or consequences. When you choose to obey God, you will receive blessings. We talked about that in Walk and Talk number 93 last week. Uh, you'll be blessed if you uh, persevere. You'll receive the crown of life. I want to encourage you, uh, never, never get tired. Never give up on God. There's power structures all around us. And there is power for good and power for evil and you have a choice any second any time to choose good God to choose Jesus not evil not sin I want to remind you as you live your life don't take life too serious um, I chatted with a young couple last night and they have been experiencing quite a bit of challenges in their 
their family, their marriage, uh, some dealing with uh, sickness, some dealing with with just how to organize and how to stay on top of everything. And life can get very complex real quick. What you you don't want to try to take shortcuts. You don't want to take life too serious. What you want to do is follow God. You want to find out what is good and what is not on the basis of what God says is good. Not what you think is good. Not what I think is good. But what does the Bible say is good, right, godly, honoring? And that's what you want to do. This is beautiful. Sun is starting to come up. Uh, it's a beautiful day. Just enjoy being out, helping people, encouraging people. Remember to identify the power levels as you live your life and make choices that are good, honoring to God. Uh, this weekend we have worship services 8 o'clock, 9.30, and 11. Uh, we also have a 6 p.m. Some of our worship services are online, but we would encourage you to join us for on-campus worship. Uh, it's just amazing when you think about you get a chance to be alive. Uh, you have God. You have His goodness. If you need help in any way, don't hesitate to contact our church. We're happy to assist in any way that we possibly can. Uh, this is Walk and Talk 94 on power levels, choices, and results. Blessings on you.